This is Vermont Edition. I'm Jane Lindholm. When you go to the grocery store, do you bring your own bags? Do you ask for paper? Do you fill your cart with disposable plastic bags? Well, what about when you go to the hardware store or the toy store or the mall? Do you bring your own bags then or take the disposable bag that's offered? Lawmakers in Montpelier are considering two different bills that deal with the issue of the mountains of plastic bags we put into our environment every year. One bill would charge consumers a fee for taking a single-use plastic bag at the checkout counter. The other would ban those plastic bags altogether. Neither bill will make it all the way through the legislature this year, but this topic will likely be back for debate next year. So regardless of what happens legislatively right now, it's on the minds of many people. And most consumers have had to grapple with their own behaviors, needs, and desires. So let's talk about it. First up for this conversation is Representative David Dean, chair of the House Fish and Wildlife Committee, which is looking at those two bills. Representative Dean, nice to talk with you. Thank you for having me on. I mentioned there are two different bills, and let's just get the streamlined versions of both of them, starting with the one that would ban the bags altogether. Seems fairly straightforward, but what does that entail? Uh, well, it um, it's H-105, um, and it sets in place a prohibition of single-use carryout bags uh, after July 1, 2018. Uh, and it requires that a retail establishment not provide a single-use carryout bag to a, a customer. And uh, it also has some uh, penalties attached, right? Um, he, yes, but um, I, we're not really focused on uh, the penalties yet. We still have a lot of decisions uh, to make before we start thinking of penalties, but the bill does provide uh, violation of this subchapter uh, shall be punishable by a civil penalty of not more than $1,000 for a first violation, 2000 for a second violation, and not more than five for a third or subsequent violations. And uh, that would come back on to the person providing the bags. And are, are you thinking that this ban would um, be something that would take effect after a little while so retailers would be able to get rid of the bags that they certainly already have in storage and in, you know, in their stores? Right. Um, the, the bill, as introduced, would have provided a year. Uh, the effective date as uh, introduced was July 1 this year, 2017. Um, and in fact, the ban does not go into effect until uh, July 1, 2018. So there, there was a year's period of time uh, for retailers to transition. And Representative Dean, the other bill would assess a 10 cent fee on plastic bags. How would that work? Um, well, that, that gets a, a, <laughs> it's a little bit more complicated. That's why because, I asked it second. Um, yeah. It, it, um, a person shall pay at the time of purchase from a store a charge of 10 cents for each disposable carryout bag used. But then it does go on and say the store can retain two cents of that 10 cents um, uh, in order to deal with the collection and remittance and other costs associated uh, with the uh, 10 cents per bag. Uh, One is... um, H88 is the uh, 10 cents per bag, and that's aimed at changing our habits. Uh, we get whacked an extra 10 cents. Is that strong enough uh, incentive or disincentive uh, to take a plastic bag? 
And the other, H105, is just a flat-out ban, which means that as a state, uh, it is our public policy that one-use plastic bags are no longer going to be available to the public. In the bill that would charge that 10 cent fee, as you said, two cents could go to retailers for having to administer this fee, and then eight cents would go to the state. And where would that state money go? Um, I, uh, it, it, it's headed to a, a place called the Solid Waste Management Account. Right now, the state has a $6 per ton tipping fee that applies to all uh, solid waste facilities, uh, uh, landfills, uh, and th- those funds go into uh, the solid waste management uh, account uh, in order to underwrite the activities of the agency in controlling uh, solid waste. Um, this money would be deposited in that account. We're talking about plastic bags, single-use or disposable plastic bags, you know, the kind that you get at the grocery store, unless you're somebody who gets paper bags or brings your own bags. Pretty much everybody I know has an opinion on this. Uh, Representative Dean, it will not surprise you. We've been getting notes all morning. Rick says, I think Aldi's has a novel solution to the bag problem. They offer no free bags. They offer bags that are reusable for sale at the checkout. And there are often cardboard boxes throughout the store that can be used. Most people just bring their own bags. Another novel Aldi innovation is a 25-cent rental fee for the use of a cart. You insert a quarter to free a cart from the line, and it's returned when the cart is snapped back into place. No carts scratching your scratching your car in the lot. Bill also applauds Aldi's and says, I always keep a decent supply of reusable bags in my car at all times, including two cooler bags so that my freezer items and temperature-sensitive produce can stay fresh all the way home. Let's do it. Paco tweets, yes, ban the bag. I feel awkward always asking the grocer, sorry, can I have paper, please? Because they default to those cheap plastic bags. I'd also like to see grocers debundle the bag from the shopping, charged 10 cents a bag because 5 cents is not enough to change behavior. But VT Gator 22 tweets, I reuse the plastic ones as my trash can liner. Additional environmental impact if I had to purchase trash bags. And Michael says, if it was a store policy to ban the bag or to charge more for the bag, I would most likely shop somewhere else. If it's a state policy, well, then I'll consider going over to Little New- Littleton, New Hampshire. And let's hear from uh, Sarah calling in from Rutland. Hi, Sarah. Go right ahead. Hi, Jane. I think you made a wonderful uh, point saying that it's not just the grocery stores that give out plastic bags, which is very true. Um, I think this is just another example, these two um, pending legislations, uh, being over-legislated by the state and just more revenue for the state. I don't think it has anything to do with bags or garbage. I personally reuse every single plastic bag that I get. The stores, most stores actually have huge receptacles where people can dump their old bags. So I am totally against this legislation, and it would be hardship for me because personally, I don't want to have to go and buy expensive plastic bags. Sarah, and I, and I do have cloth bags, too, also, that I do use in between. So you do have cloth bags, but you want, is it just a, the, the freedom to go into a store and have the plastic bag? 
Yeah, so you, and I use them like somebody had tweeted uh, for my garbage liners. I use them for garbage. I reuse every single bag I get. Well, thanks for calling in and sharing your thoughts. Appreciate that. Uh, Representative Dean, I'm going to come back to you, but let's get a couple more thoughts in here. Uh, Anne is calling in from Williston. Hi, Anne. What are your thoughts? So um, in 2011, uh, my family and I made a trip to Ireland. And in Ireland, it's illegal to have those plastic bags, or at least that's what we were told. Um, So what happens at the grocery store is you go in, you buy your groceries, and you have to buy a bag if you don't have a bag. So they have the cloth bags and the non-disposable bags, and they charge anywhere from 2 to 10 uh, euros to buy one. So I think after a while, it's not, it's not a, a, a fine or a, um, something that the legislature is bringing down on you. It's just, it's just common sense. Every time I go to the grocery store, I don't want to spend an extra $20 because I didn't bring my bags, and now I bring them with me. And if I forget, okay, so I need to spend some money that time, but that's going to make me not do it the next time. And thanks for your comments. Appreciate that. We're also hearing other listeners uh, reminding us of Ireland's policy and looking to that as a way to do it. Katrina also says, I lived in London 30 years ago and you had to pay five cents for a plastic bag at the grocery store then. They were doing it 30 plus years ago. I keep reusable grocery bags in my car, in my purse, and in my home. It's easy not to use plastic and so much better for the environment. And let's go to Candy calling in from Burlington. Hi, Candy. What are your thoughts? Uh, Jane, I'm just back from living in Portland, Oregon for three months where I went grocery shopping, it seemed like, every day. And no plastic bags allowed at the checkout counter. And I am terrible at remembering to bring my cloth bags, but it still was not a big deal because you just had your groceries bagged in a paper bag. Uh, The... And everybody in Oregon seemed to have adjusted to this. I didn't hear any complaints from other shoppers. So I would have to say it sounds like a good idea to me. I did miss having some plastic bags at home to put the leftover chicken in in the refrigerator. But to me, it was worth it to get those awful plastic bags out of the landfill. Candy, nice to hear your voice. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Representative Dean, what do you think? Do you like the idea of assessing a fee or banning plastic bags altogether? Do you think that that either of those approaches is a good one? Uh, My preference is to let's just get this over with. Let's just ban the use of plastic bags. Um, And uh, the notion of having a fee that has to be collected and remittance and responsibility that gets placed on our retailers, just uh, it it doesn't feel right to me. And of course, as the caller mentioned earlier, that it can be classified as a source of revenue as opposed to a public policy. Plastic bags remain in the environment. They are a threat to the environment. They cost our solid waste management districts extra money because they uh, mess up uh, their uh, recycling uh, uh, equipment, um, and they just never break down. Uh, and consequently, um, most people, unfortunately, do not take advantage of the recycling uh, efforts that are available through various large uh, grocery uh, retailers, at least down my way in the southern part of the state. Um, so they somehow make their way into the environment. One of the things I find really helpful 
and would, I think, be part of a ban on the use of plastic bags is signs in the parking lot. People mention that they forget their bags. Signs in the parking lot. Did you remember your reusable bag? <laughs> and if not, uh, then they turn around and drive home? Yeah, no, you see it as you are walking up to the store. They, they At least down, again, in the southern part of the state, many of the stores have these warnings. Please bring your bags. Let me ask you one um, other question before we let you go. And it's a note we got sure. from Jim in Colchester who says, I fear that the legislature will once again move the state in the wrong direction. Banning or taxing the use of plastic bags is a tax on families with children in particular. Do you see this as having a negative impact at all, potentially on consumers? We've heard from a few people who say, this is going to cost me money either way. Uh, the the notion that uh, uh, reusable bags is, is an ongoing kind of expense, um, I, I'm not sure people have quite thought that through. Uh, what I have found is that various retailers uh, in, in southern Vermont uh, as you purchase um, a, a good or a product, will put the product into a reusable bag. I have the most eclectic collection of uh, shopping bags from retailers all over southern Vermont. I'll take four or five of them into the grocery store with me. Um, and so I, I, I think people are uh, over-concerned, if you will, about what the cost might be. Uh, if we ban plastic bags, there is also the whole issue of paper bags and our wood products industry. And we have not yet had time to begin to explore that uh, in terms of shifting back to the good old paper bag. So um, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. And luckily, it sounds like you'll have uh, next year, the second half of the biennium to get into all of those questions. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, this is not going to go through this year, but it is something that will likely remain up for debate in the second half of the biennium next year. Representative right. David, I, Dean, I have four Senate passed bills that are on our agenda prior to considering this. So this is not the top priority. Uh, no, not at this time. That's representative. We're, we're out of here soon. That's right. I know. We've got to talk to you while we can. Yeah. <laughs> David Dean is chair of the House Fish and Wildlife Committee. He's been talking with us about these uh, bills that are in Montpelier, not going out this year, but will remain up for debate about either banning or charging a fee for disposable plastic bags. Thanks very much for talking with us. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Today we're talking about the problem of single-use disposable plastic bags and looking at whether or not they might be banned or have a fee charged to them. And we're just hearing your perspective on what you do and what you think about this idea. And you're also sharing thoughts with us about other places that have done this and how it's going. Brad says, help the environment ban both plastic and paper bags. We did it here in California, and there was no real problem. Thomas in Bethel says, I grew up in Germany, and as long as I can think, you had to have to pay a, a dollar fifty or a one euro fifty or more for a durable reusable bag, plastic or cloth. If you go to a German grocery store, ninety five percent of all shoppers bring their own reusable bag, and the rest will pay for a reusable bag. No free plastic bags. Living in this beautiful state of Vermont for seven years, I'm surprised that only now the thought comes up to hopefully get away with this harmful habit of those flimsy plastic bags that end up in landfills or fly around in nature, polluting the environment. But Marguerite in Weston says, like most Vermonters, I cringe when I see plastic bags alongside the roads or cotton trees. 
but I use all the bags that I collect. Like many pet owners, I use the bag's waste for pickup and cat litter disposal. And one final thought, I see just as many aluminum cans as I do plastic bags on the roadside, and no one is suggesting that we eliminate beverages in cans. Post on the Vermont Edition Facebook page with your thoughts. At town meeting in Brattleboro this year, townspeople voted to advise the select board to prohibit stores from giving out these single-use carryout plastic bags. On the line with us now is Brattleboro Town Manager Peter Elwell. Peter, nice to talk with you. Nice to be with you. So what exactly did this vote do? It was um, advisory, as you said. Um, the uh, There was a petition circulated in the community prior to town meeting to uh, place this on the ballot um, to state the preference of the voters in the community um, as advice to the select board. Um, and it was overwhelmingly approved. Um, and so we're now undertaking the process of um, researching um, you know, what, what we can learn from other places that have taken a similar action and uh, what some of the impacts would be positively and negatively here in Brattleboro so that later this year the select board will be able to make a fully informed decision about um, what kinds of regulations we might put in place here. Do you have any sense how strong the push is for this? I know voters um, did pass this, but do you have a sense of how big a deal this is in Brattleboro? Yeah, it, it's important to the community. Um, the the um, overwhelming majority of voters um, supported it. I believe it was um, the, the yes votes were somewhere in the 70s percent. Um, and, uh, you know, th- there's no question that um, reducing the waste that's represented um, and the environmental um, harm that's represented by um, the current practices is a desirable outcome. The main things we're focusing on are the kind of practical questions of um, how do you create an ordinance that's enforceable? How do you create one that actually achieves the objective of um, reducing the use of plastic and increasing the use of reusable bags um, in a manageable way, in a way that, that isn't going to um, you know, be unworkable for the local uh, businesses and um, um, you know, it's going to be and enforceability is a real issue because, you know, we're not in a position where we can devote um, uh, additional staff to going around and policing this matter. So it's got to be something that is a practical um, ordinance to implement um, and where people are going to want to participate in this as opposed to having to be forced to participate in it. Are you hearing anything from people or retailers or organizations that oppose this idea? We have heard some um I'd say constructive criticism of um, an outright ban, um, not so much again opposed to the um, the, the underlying um, objective, but opposed to the idea that a, just a straight ban of plastic bags um, is the most effective way to go about it. And um, in fact, that's what we've learned from other communities we've looked at so far too. Is in some cases that's had the unintended consequence of. Um, because you have to be pretty specific about defining what is prohibited if it's just an outright ban. Um, then there have been situations where people worked around that, complied with the ordinance, uh, but were still giving away free plastic bags. And so um, we think that the you know, likely best course of action is going to be more complicated than that. Uh, and we're still, a, you know, a good <laughs> some weeks away from formulating um recommendations for the select board to consider about, um, you know, what, what, what the right layers of complexity are in terms of defining what bags might be prohibited versus 
um, discouraging use of certain products and encouraging use of others. Peter Elwell is Brattleboro Town Manager. Townspeople there voted to advise the select board to prohibit stores from giving out single-use carry-out plastic bags at town meeting day this year. Peter, thanks for talking with us. You're welcome. My pleasure. And listeners, again, if you want to share your perspective on this idea of banning plastic bags or charging a fee for them in order to get people to move towards reusable bags at grocery stores and other kinds of stores, you can send us a note, write to Vermont Edition at vpr.net, or post a note on our show page at vpr.net. Matthew tweets us just back from a business trip to France where I visited the grocery store and I didn't have a plastic bag with me. It was a pain, but it does make sense. And let's go to Grace calling in from Montreal. Hi, Grace. Your thoughts today? Hi. 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 Um, yeah, I'm just going to be mimicking, I believe, uh, what a lot of callers have said, but I've, I've th- um, three young children, um, one still in diapers, and I have to say every single plastic bag that, um, that I take from the grocery, and they do charge here in Montreal. There's been um, a five cents charge for the past several years. Um, but I, I do still take the bags because I use every single one of them. Um, and but I still I, I still agree with what the congressman is saying and that that it's I think it's necessary. Just it's and it's probably a better idea to do a complete ban rather than rather than a fee. But my question, I, I guess, I wonder too for those of us who I believe every single household uses plastic bags, whether it's in their garbage can or um, or if they have dogs and whatnot. Um, then we'll be having to buy them anyway on on top of it. And so, I mean, plastic bags will still be around, but I think it is necessary to, I think it's probably a better idea to completely ban them. So, Grace, do you see some hypocrisy here then in thinking about banning a plastic bag that you get at the checkout, but it would be fine if you, in your reusable bag, had a box of single-use plastic bags for your trash can or for your dirty diapers or for That's your it, pet waste? Right? Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we go to the, the checkout and, and we'll be purchasing these plastic bags. Um, but um, that's, I guess, yeah, exactly. As you said, that's the hypocrisy of it. But I think it is a good idea to completely ban them outright rather than have a tax on them or, or a fee for them, because that, that I don't think that really puts people off. Yeah, Grace, thanks for your call. Appreciate hearing from you in Montreal. Let's go to Katie in Colchester. Hi, Katie. What are you thinking? Hi. Um, I, I definitely agree there should just be an outright ban. Um, I just feel as though at this day and age, um, you know, I have a cache of these bags, of these reusable bags that I've been using forever, and I've gone through so many. And I don't know a lot of people who doesn't, who don't also have just a giant pile of them somewhere. Um, you know, they're just, they're, they're ubiquitous. They're given out everywhere free. You know, they might not be the ones that you want them to look like, but, I mean, they're just, they're there. They're there to use. Um, so, uh, I, I don't know. I don't see what the issue is. I'm I'm a mother myself. I don't find the cost off-putting um, to buy one, to purchase one. They're available everywhere, and typically they're really inexpensive, and you get so many miles out of them. I mean, you know, you see people using them for so many different uh, uh, types of things to put them in. Um, you know, the range that you can use them for is great. So it's not just the grocery, but, um, again, I, I just, I want to see an outright ban. They're just, they're just, it's just pointless to have, to have that anymore. Yeah, Katie, thanks for your perspective. Um, Katie's saying it certainly uh, wouldn't necessarily impact a lot of people for a couple of years, it sounds like, if they did ban plastic bags because you could just take them out of your pantry for the next few years, the pile you've got and stuck in a drawer somewhere. Um, Eric is on the line with us from Castleton. 
Hi, Eric. We'd love your perspective. Uh, well, I've been a, uh, a canoeist for quite some time, and if you look at plastic bags from the from the river point of view, you see a, a, an entirely different picture than you might just walking down the road, driving down the road. Uh, I have been trying to get plastic bags banned for quite some time. I moved up here from Dallas, Texas, where they tried to do this implementation of banning plastic bags or putting a five cent, ten cent uh, tax on it. It's really hard to to legislate. Uh, a process where you can get the bags five cents, ten cents, because the retailers don't like the complexity that you get in there. So you just go ahead and ban these things, and they'll be gone. You can't just say that we're taxing individuals like families because we're going to get rid of them. Well, you know, shopping does cost you something, so we're going to underwrite the family's trash needs by giving away plastic bags, and we're going to be putting them out into the environment. And you don't really need a map of where the uh, transfer stations are. All you have to do is drive around, and lo and behold, the number of plastic bags in the environment goes way up. Why is that? Because they blow around so easily. Eric, get into the food chains, the birds, all that stuff goes on. Yeah, I I appreciate your perspective and and sharing, you know, what you have been seeing as a paddler. Thank you for that. Uh, Joining us now is Aaron Sigrist, president of the Vermont Retailers and Grocers Association. VRGA hasn't actually taken a stand on this issue yet, but does have some concerns, and we'd like to hear them. Aaron, welcome to the program. Hi, Dean. Thank you. So you have, as I said, no official position yet, but there are some concerns. What's What would you say is the top concern that retailers have? Well, I think, Jane, that we have, um, like you said, a couple concerns, one of them being uh, just really getting consumers to understand the, the cultural shift. Um, you know, it's been ingrained in, in everyone's mind for quite some time that when you go shopping, you get a bag to carry out your products. So, it's not as easy as, as picking a date and saying, okay, we're no longer allowing uh, plastic or I guess I should say single-use carry-out bags. Um, I have firmly said for um, a number of weeks now throughout the discussion that there needs to be significant education and outreach. We need to let the consumers know that that if something is um, is voted on by the legislature, then we need to put in place some type of educational effort to ensure that all consumers are aware of this change. And um, and also we need to take into consideration um, two different populations in Vermont. So there are, um, we're one of the oldest states in the country and we really need to make sure that, uh, you know, our older Vermonters are, are aware and um, they get extra help when it comes to remembering those bags. Uh, you know, if you're 90 years old and you're still living on your own, you may you you may need some extra help remembering because you've spent you know the last 90 years of your life expecting or anticipating you're getting a bag when you go shopping. We also need to consider uh, those Vermonters that receive um, uh, SNAP benefits or Three Squares VT benefits. Um, Those benefits do not cover any cost of a bag to carry out your groceries. And sometimes if you're going to the grocery store and spending $100 or $200 on groceries, that's a lot of money to be paying for an individual bag. Um, Why couldn't they just use paper bags, Erin? Well, so... H-105, which is on the table now in the House Natural Resources Committee, it would ban all use of uh, single-use carry-out bags. So it's not just plastic. It's also single-use paper bags. Um, 
So it's it's not as simple as saying we aren't giving you plastic bags anymore. Uh, and and you know there's there is the opportunity to provide a, a recycled paper bag, but um, you know the the retailer is not the person or the entity that should be picking the winners and losers. Uh, you know, the cashier shouldn't say, well, you have to pay for a paper bag or you've spent plenty of money. You you shouldn't have to pay for a paper bag. Um, you know, we don't want to be the ones that are picking the, the winners and losers. So, again, I think we need to, to seriously talk about um, an educational campaign that that is clear and uh, and provides plenty of um, of time for people to understand and get into a um, better practice of bringing reusable bags. Stacy writes, I support any measure that moves towards the discontinuation of plastic bag use. I think an outright ban would be more effective at curbing their use than a 10 cent fee at the register. I think that the 10 cent fee would be about as effective as the current returnable container law. Frida says, it was my New Year's resolution two years ago to not bring home any plastic bags, not a single one. So far, so good. Not only has this saved hundreds of plastic bags from ending up in our environment, but even if I save three cents for every reusable fabric bag I use, I've saved dollars in the long run. Plastic is everywhere. Be conscious of your use and do one small thing to use less. Any progressive tweets, it'd be nice if the bags given out had to be biodegradable. I use all of mine, and if banned, many people will just buy other plastic bags. And Beth is on the line with us from Burlington. Hi, Beth. Your thoughts? Hello. Hi. Um, hi. Yes, I'm from Burlington, and we have so many tourists from out of state and also from around the world. And, you know, they buy things and they walk around downtown all day. And if they're going to just get a paper bag, it's really not going to be that useful. It's going to tear up. And, um, you know, just thinking about people like that, who don't have any idea what's going on. And um, I think that it, they should be available. And I think, you know, 10 cents or whatever, you know, I mean, more would be fine with me. But, you know, I think that they ought to be there for people that really um, are coming from other places and, and not used to that. Beth, thanks for your perspective. Let's hear from Geraldine calling in from Milton. Hi, Geraldine. Yes, hi. Uh, thanks. Um I am certainly in favor of banning um, particularly the plastic bags, but if it has to be all bags, then fine. I think Vermont is kind of late coming to this. I think people visiting us would possibly already uh, be in the position of having no bags. Uh, the only problem I see is I often buy things in bulk, flour or rice or whatever, and um, you have to put those in bags. <clears throat> And I'm not sure how that would work, but I'm sure that they would be able to figure that out. And I'd also like to point out one thing, and that is I often shop in Costco, and I see that parking lot full of happy people uh, pushing their carts filled with the groceries, which they just put into their car. Um, so this is certainly something that can be done. Um, I honestly don't think we need an awful lot of education about it. I think almost everyone knows that the plastic bags are not good for the environment. Geraldine, thanks for your perspective. Yeah, I I hear you. And, you know, I I wonder if there was a ban even on the types of bags for bulk products that you mentioned, if if we'd see more people coming in with 
uh, you know, their their mason jars or something like that to get their bulk products. I, but that is a good question. That and um, produce bags. People often put produce or meat in a bag to make sure that they're s- separate. And that's a good question to ask. Um, you know, Aaron, when it comes to looking at how these bills might work, and again, it's not going to come through this year, so there's there's time to consider them. Do your members at the Vermont Retailers and Grocers Association also see things that might be positive about the idea of charging a fee or banning plastic bags? Uh, good question, Jane. We have, um, I've heard from plenty of my members, actually, uh, obviously, First, first and foremost, the the large grocery stores across the state have provided for a very long time receptacles in which people can bring back any plastic, whether it's any wrapped pl- plastic, I should clarify. So if it's your plastic bag, if it's saran wrap that's clean, if it's, you know, plastic wrapping from a package that you purchased, you can you can put that into a receptacle at the front door of of most large grocery stores here in the state. As well, um, smaller retailers across the state in several communities have created their own individual programs. You know, if you don't want a bag, they take five cents out of the register and put it into a jar, and they donate that money at the end of the month to a certain charity, you know, around their community. So, Retailers are certainly doing what it is within their power to encourage people not to take bags. And they're also offering, like I said, the large chain grocers are are offering to take back those plastic bags. So, you know, nobody is is saying, um, you know, that that we aren't for a clean environment. Everyone wants to do their best to to have the clean environment and to provide as many opportunities to reduce usage of, of plastic or single-use carry-out bags. And, and there are efforts. Um, we're not saying that, that we're against it. We're saying should, there needs to be education and, and outreach for everyone, everyone involved. So you haven't taken a stand yet, but do you think you will? And do you have a sense of, of what that stand would be? Uh, it's a project for me over the summer, actually. Uh, as you know, this this has been a discussion for uh, a number of years in the legislature, and uh, movement has has certainly ticked up in the last few weeks um, to the point where it's more noticeable that people are becoming more and more outspoken. It's obviously a some an an issue that we need to talk about with our members, and um, I look forward to doing that. Once we're out of session and I'm able to spend some time face to face with with retailers across the state. That's Aaron Sigrist, president of the Vermont Retailers and Grocers Association. VRGA hasn't taken a stand on this issue yet, but as Aaron just talked about, she will be uh, doing some research on this in the coming summertime. And we will keep an eye on what happens with these ideas of charging a fee or perhaps banning single use disposable plastic bags in the future. Aaron, thank you very much for talking with us. Thank you, Jane. And listeners, I know this is a conversation that a lot of people have opinions on, so you can continue to share your thoughts with us on the Vermont Edition page at vpr.net or on our Facebook page. Vermont Edition is produced by Rick Singeri, Sam Gill-Rosen, and Meg Malone. Mary Williams directed this program. Our executive producer is Patty Daniels. And our theme music was composed by Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. I'm Jane Lindholm. Thanks for listening.